What is going on, everybody? Great one, DeVore, Havoc, Banks of America. This is the Not For Debate podcast. Back at it again. My man. I missed you. <laughs> I missed you, Havoc and Banks. I just want to say that first and foremost. Wait, pause. Hey, it's Come all love now. here, brother. It's all love yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, it's much, inter- it's much now, appreciated. Yes. See? Thank you, Havoc. Pause. Uh, you guys be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. And also be sure to check out Havoc's personal channel, No Passes Given. Um, going again, live tomorrow night. Going live tomorrow night. I, again, I'm going to say, I, I missed you guys on uh, Monday night. You know, uh, like, likewise, man. This is it's really, it's a real strong uh, community that we have, that we're growing, uh, building out here, so... Hey, man. It's good to be missed, I guess. <laughs> I did want to say it's it's in the groundworks. I already told Banks while we was backstage, Havoc, but yeah. we are on the cusp mm. as far as being a podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. That's what's up. I would probably say give me about a day or so for me to get this um, intro together and we should be we should be all green. That's what's up. I mean, it's only it's only the natural progression of things, right? Yes, sir. So, I mean, it's, this is this is this is beautiful news, and it's really a testament to uh, the amount of support that we that we got and that we can do this. I think the last show, at least the last show I was on, which was like Saturday, I believe, or was when, I don't even remember. Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we had well. Well above our usual numbers, so uh, it's t- it's always a testament to, to the to the people, man. We just here, we here because the people let us be here. So shout out to y'all. Absolutely, uh, Banks. Shout out to I did want to um, holler at you for a second because I did see today on your Facebook story that you were on a meal plan. Is that is that one of those things that you see on the commercials on TV where they deliver? these healthy foods to you or you just make these well i consider how i'm looking at the container that looks like something that store bought anyway. banks is on a meal plan now yes he is now now yeah, motivate man. the folks man motivate the folks because i feel like the last clip that i posted up on my instagram as far as an educational standpoint people like that so so motivate motivate the people <laughs> i don't want to say overweight people but <laughs> That's, I don't think that's people that want to make a change. There you go. To the to, to themselves. Yes, thank you, Havoc. People that want to make a change, mm-hmm. motivate those people for me real for real fast for about thirty seconds. All right, you fast lobs. It's very simple. <laughs> <laughs> I came to a point in my life where I really wasn't satisfied with my, the way I look, my body appearance. Even though I don't have a problem entertaining a woman, a woman entertaining me, I wasn't that happy with myself. So I'm on a personal weight loss journey. I was actually blessed by my next door neighbor. If to let the be truth be known, my next door neighbor was actually giving away uh, these boxes of uh, pre-packaged uh, meal plans, um, and I was like, "She's like, hey, do you want this?" I'm like, "Sure, Miss Betty, I'll be glad to take that from you." So she's like, "Listen, man, I, I see that you're going out every day working. I jog at least three, four, five miles a day. Just try to cut back on some weight, man. I was over 311 pounds in November. I'm down to 282." Mm. And that was without even working out, exercising every day and running. So I'm incorporating cardio in my, my, my fitness plan now, just trying to get myself that right. Um, but I was I'm I'm thankful for the hurt, man. She it was she just it was God, bro. It was literally God just saying, Hey, 
you know, that's why I'm taking this thing personal because he just, I mean, this stuff costs money, bro, and I'm getting it for free. I get seven meals a week. Every Wednesday, there's wow. a, a brand new box of meals waiting just for me for my next door neighbor. So if I can motivate anybody, man, just go out and do it, man. It, don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Uh, another motivation for me, too, was uh, Action Bronson. I know, you, I know you guys know who that, that guy mm-hmm. is. Right? Action yeah. Bronson has all lost over 125 pounds. I don't know if you guys follow his YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. He's from he Queens. amazing. Oh, yeah. You got it. You, yeah, you got to know all about it. Mm-hmm. He looks amazing. He And he was a fat slob. But he looks good now, bro. So, you know, it feels good, man. It feels good. And it tastes really good. I just had chicken um, teriyaki with, like, some cinnamon yam pieces and some, uh, uh, some, uh, damn, have it help me, bro. Uh, the little uh, Brussels sprouts. Okay. Um, That's what's up. So. Well, I mean, we're all rooting for you. We're all behind you. You know, uh, we all want to see you succeed. And, you know, I like, like, like you said, you didn't like... The way that you're looking, you decided to make a change. I just mm. want you to know, I've never liked the way you look. So I'm, 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 I'm welcoming this change. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, and a big, a big, big thank you to everybody that comes by every week uh, to the podcast, man. Again, this this dream was just a dream a few years ago. Uh, it's starting to become more and more. Thank you, Big Herm. It's starting to become more and more of a, a reality, and we couldn't do this without you guys. Um, but it's time for me to lay some lay some ass down uh, in this podcast because let's go, Golly. <laughs> let's go. We're gonna be there soon, Devor. We're gonna be there soon. Let's go. I'm not let's even go. I'm not even concerned about it right now. We got <laughs> we we got bigger issues to deal with as far as the Bobby Dolphins are concerned. We got some fish to fry. Moving moving Ooh, forward, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of spice going around Miami right now. But, Ooh, you guys should hear it. It's 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 I I can hear it from up here. Ooh, I yeah. think you guys should take it, take it, take the bait. We 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 go we gonna get to that. Yeah, in a yeah, second. I figured we, we, yeah, we <laughs> gonna we gonna get it. We gonna get into that in a second. But what we going to Oof. we gonna start it off with with the biggest topic of the day for real, right? Uh, James Harden being traded to the New York Nets. Now, <clears throat> bear with me, bear Brooklyn Nets. My yeah. fault, the Brooklyn Nets. Now, bear with me. Bear with me because a lot of stuff went down as far as within this trade. Now, Banks, I know you was the first one I actually did that broke it to me for make for make me to actually look at the details. But um, this was a trade between the Houston Rockets, the Brooklyn Nets, the Indiana Pacers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. The Houston Rockets would receive at first Clarice Levert. But the Houston Rockets ended up trading him to the Indiana Pacers for Victor Oladipo. The, uh, also from the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Rockets would receive Dante Exum, uh, the forward from Brooklyn, Kirkich. Kirkich, thank you, Kirkich. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I was gonna I was gonna butcher that up like a mug. And the Cavaliers ended up receiving from the Brooklyn Nets center Jared Allen and forward Tyron Prince. And draft picks for the Ooh, Houston Rockets. They so would re- many draft picks. Yes. They would receive, the Rockets would receive Brooklyn's first round draft picks, the 2022 first round draft pick, 2024 draft pick, the 2026 draft pick. But they would also swap picks with the Brooklyn Nets, the 2021 pick, the 2023 pick, the 2025 pick, and the 2027 pick. 
And the Cleveland Cavaliers will receive the 2022 first round pick and a future second round pick from the Indiana Pacers. And the Brooklyn Nets will just receive a 2024 second round pick. Man. I don't think. NBA GM's out here talking behind everybody's back oh. to, to, to orchestrate something like that. That that that's weeks in the in in the making. It sounds like to me, and that sounds like Brooklyn is trying to make the equivalent of their big three move that the Miami Heat made a couple years ago. That's this is this is their equivalent. Uh, now, uh, it, you know, based off talent alone. Based off of talent alone, that's that that that's a squad. Now, the real question is: Brooklyn has given up four first round picks and are engaged in four first round pick swaps, which means that the I believe the Houston Rockets have the option of either uh, using their pick or swapping their pick with Brooklyn. So either way, Brooklyn is at a deficit of picks for the next eight years. The next eight years, they are at a deficit in terms of the first round of the draft. So, boy, I do not know how this is going to work. It's a lot of talent, but I, I don't. Is 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 James Harden planning on getting into shape at any point in this season? Uh, it just, he has is, a reason now. Like, is 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 Kyrie? Does he does he still want to play basketball? Like, this there are so many questions. This has got to be the by far the moodiest big three I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> That's my two cents on that. Yeah, he. Uh, <clears throat> I thought the trade was. Uh, I think it's. I think the trade works out if Kyrie gets his mind right. Um, I know everybody's poking fun, saying how they gave up. They gave up their bench, and that uh, you gotta understand. Brooklyn gave away two guys that are. Starters on other team, other teams, but they're not starters on the Nets. Like Karis LeVert doesn't work with the Nets. Uh, Jared Allen, I think, was the biggest piece in this entire trade because he's a big and he plays really good. He's a really good center. He's probably one of the best up and coming centers in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was an asset. And people got to understand when you're involved in trade talks and you're trying to make moves, it requires pieces for pieces. You can't just take take crumbs for shit. These teams mm-hmm. are going to want some type of collateral, and that unfortunately had to be Jared Allen as well as uh, uh, Karis LeVert. Um, and then you got to also talk about Oladipo um, getting out of Indiana. Everybody that moved today were in situations they didn't want to be a part of. Jared Allen actually had an issue yeah. uh, with uh, with not being a starter on the Brooklyn Nets. Karis LeVert had issues with being <laughs> in trade talks over and over and over. Uh, Oladipo is very unhappy in Indiana. Um, so everybody that got moved, you know, it was it's expected. It was it was required. Um, I feel like Houston is ultimately going to end up winning this trade, even if Brooklyn wins a championship, because Houston Houston set themselves up for the future, like big time. They oh, kind of Houston pulled a Miami Dolphins move. They have four first round draft picks in the next couple of years. That is ridiculous. Like they finessed that game completely. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they did exactly what it, what it, what a team should do. When you're trading a, a, a superstar cornerstone of your franchise, when you're trading somebody in their prime, like James Harden, James Harden's not even 30 yet. So, you know, I, I got to tip my hat off to Houston for that, man. They, they definitely finessed the entire league just now. Because um, now, in terms of Brooklyn, I mean, who knows what we expect from these guys? I expect 
Uh, it's I, I mean, based on the trade, it's championship or bust. I mean, we all know that now. Uh, mm-hmm. But the problem we have at hand here is the fact that Kyrie is just not there mentally. He's just not there mentally, physically. He's just not there. And there's also reports that have come out too, saying that Kyrie, the reason why he's sitting out. Hear this. This is crazy. Are his chakras misaligned? It, uh, not even just his chakras. Okay. The reason why he's he's missing out time is because <laughs> did, did the crystal store close? Why, why isn't he playing basketball? <laughs> but listen, this is crazy. Apparently, he was upset because he wasn't involved with the 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 hiring of Steve Nash. Oh my That's gosh! One. That's one. Two. Okay. Uh, they say that him and KD are at risk. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting Funny, to bring right? up. Because I, I it it I don't think Kyrie has been in a situation that he hasn't found a reason to get up out of. And as talented as he is he is just one of them dudes. And to be honest with you, James Harden may be one of them dudes as well. Just because I mean the dude's clearly overweight. Clearly overweight. <laughs> so for for me, man, you banking, you are banking your franchises. You're the next eight, the next eight drafts. You're banking on James Harden, Kyrie, and KD getting you more than one championship. Like if if they did all this for one championship, I don't know if it's really worth it. But I'm looking at it. You know, Harden Harden's 31. Uh, they all basically in the same same age range. <sighs> Listen, man, when you when you got when you got KD and and Kyrie, you 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 know a move is on the horizon to 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 do a big three. Now, they'll dominate the regular season. That's if they actually decide to play games. Because trust me, they will all be taking very regular breaks throughout the season. Kyrie's on Kyrie's is basically on vacation right now, so. Is it from a culture perspective? Is there enough there to keep everybody focused on no. the on on the goal? Right? right. This isn't this isn't Miami where you got Pat Riley and Alonzo Mourning and Udonis Haslam to keep every keep you know and Dwayne Wade to keep everybody focused and LeBron James. These all these people are focused on winning. Do you have enough of that in Brooklyn to keep all these pieces in line and also keep them all happy because? We've seen what James Harden will do when he's not happy. He goes to the Waffle House. We've seen what Kyrie Irving does when he's not happy. He goes to the Crystal Store. So, boy, this has great potential to be something that can really work out. But this has potential to blow up magnificently. So, we're going to have to see. So, let me ask you guys this. As far as the Houston Rockets are concerned, looking at their current start in five right now, would you change their current status from I believe we had them sitting at like the seventh or eighth seed when we had this conversation before about potential trades for, for James Harden? Would you would you bump them up in the in the in the West playoff picture? Well the East playoff picture. Yeah, West. No, I'm talking about Brooklyn. No, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Rockets. Oh about Rockets? The West. The West. Yes, as far honest, as yeah. I like Houston. Better as an overall team after this trade. Because you're talking about you got Boogie Cousins, you got John Wall, now you got Oladipo, you got Christian Wood. I, I like mean, Christian Wood. That boy's bad. 
they they got they still got PJ Tucker. Like they have an actual NBA Aaron roster Gordon. now. Aaron Gordon, yeah, Eric Gordon. They have a, they have a legitimate NBA roster, and I like. I think this team will work together way better. They got something to prove. James Harden yeah. turned his back on them. I don't know if you guys read the comments from Demarcus Cousins. I saw. I saw. I, 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 I heard it. So they mm-hmm. they're all pissed off with James Harden. Um, yeah, that went down. Yeah, man. It's 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 a. I, I like Houston better after this after this trade because they one you get you you're not playing Harden ball anymore. Where he just he just dribbling the air out the ball all day all day long. Y'all gonna actually have some ball movement, you know? Boogie's gonna touch the rock. Oladipo's gonna touch the rock. Y'all gonna have to have like an actual team instead of just James Harden dribbling, everyone staring. I don't know so, why James Harden would even want to. I mean, me personally, I would love to play with John Wall. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, I feel like John Wall is an upgrade over Westbrook, but I, I don't I don't know what Harden saw. I mean, maybe. Maybe he's just frustrated with the direction the franchise is headed. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why he would. I mean, I think, I think he saw that Houston, Houston's best chance, Houston's best crack at a championship is over. Right. Their their only chance was when they had Chris Paul, and unfortunately, Chris Paul yes. got hurt. Well, uh, what happened was what was that that game seven where they game seven. they couldn't hit a three to save their lives. Oh my god! They, I think they still should have could have won that game if they Bro, didn't try to shoot so many threes. They yeah. they would have. Won that game if they would have shot twenty percent from three, <laughs> they would have won that game. Like, and and that goes back to the narratives of James Harden. Look, man, he ain't he he has a reputation as not necessarily being the strongest of playoff performers in pressure situations. So, and that's going back to the Oklahoma City Danes when he was in the finals. They all had not great finals, but James Harden especially. Several Houston runs that we've seen. James Harden coming up short. So, look, man, KD, Kevin Durant, man, he he solves a lot of problems. That's all I. Yeah, know. I was say. I think Kev, I think KD takes pressure off all that because one hundred percent. Yeah, KD, the, the they're gonna win and lose with KD. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. They're gonna win and lose with KD. Yeah, KD has even in this trade, KD still has the most to prove out of everybody. He still has the most to prove. Because we are calling some, including myself, would consider Kevin Durant the best basketball player in the league. Whereas others would say it's LeBron James or Giannis or Curry or whoever. I strongly believe that Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is the best basketball player in the league. But some people are afraid, they're reluctant to relinquish that crown to him simply because of the whole Golden State thing. People just can't get over the fact that he would leave Thunder, leave the Thunder, go to Golden State and play with a team that bounced around the playoffs. He won a championship. They, you know, the whole cupcake thing and all that stuff. Um, so all the pressure to me is on KD. Um, I hate that argument, by the way. I hate that argument. I don't me like too. it either. I hate that argument. Me too. Like, like he we was have a free to, agent. Like people have to understand this ain't this ain't the seventies where dudes is like car salesmen in the off season. Like, like we got players out here making ten times more money than their coach. We got like 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 yeah, as you're saying, oh, you gotta stay loyal to the but stay loyal to what? They'll trade you in a second. Mm-hmm. They will trade you in a second and not even think twice about it. So Absolutely. you want, so it's 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 like a it's like a one sided relationship where you want the player to be loyal to an organization that'll bounce them up out of town whenever they feel like it, right? Like the only organization that has a leg to stand on in terms of we look out for our guys is the Miami Heat because they don't keep Udonis Haslam. They're gonna keep 
Haslam around as long as he wants to be around. And even how, when he how old is Haslam, by the way? He's like forty two. He's like forty something. Now. I don't yeah, know why I feel like he's like about to hit forty in his fifties. He's playing yeah, right. You need to playing a lot of ball, man. Yeah, but he and even when Miami Heat players retire, they get front office jobs. Yeah. So you know that, that this this is not this is not normal, and to me the the usual just escape of the NBA. There ain't no loyalty, man. It's all business. It's all business at the end of the day. If it's in your business, you want to win championships, that's your business. If you want to get paid as much money as possible, that's your business. But this whole loyalty, man, this, this is like, why, why do you want to be loyal to a, a multinational billion-dollar corporation? Like, what, what, what loyalty is there in this except my loyalty to yourself and your bottom line? My bank account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really quick, uh... Sidebar, uh, I, I definitely want to uh, shout out because uh, we were both absent last uh, podcast episode, but definitely want to shout out uh, Shape. Shape's not here this evening, so we definitely want to uh, – Shape took a night off because, you know, he needs some rest. So we want to shout out Shape. Salute. Uh, get your rest, brother. And hey. also, uh, Iconic Freeze, uh, thank you for stopping by and joining the uh, podcast. Chiming in, you had some really good input about the Baltimore Ravens, brother. I'm happy Lamar Jackson won. I'm right with you on that one. So thank you for coming by the podcast, but we appreciate you. If you are in the chat. Oh, hey, them, them, them not for debate benefits is hella good, ain't it? Right, man. <laughs> right, man. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I mean, who approved the time off, though? I mean, you said what? Are we paying him for that? Are we paying him for the night off? I thought, yeah. I, I, you get paid time off. You definitely well, get paid. He yeah. past, has he been here past his probation stage? Has he been here past his 90 days? Yeah, he's been, he been past it's been yeah, past right. his 90 days. Yes, he's been past his 90 days. He got his ID card, right? Your high yeah. date was what? <laughs> October. High date was October. So yeah, Hello, you me, me and so, got so, so you want me to sign a check then, right? To sign a check. Yeah, you got to. First of I all, me and, me and me and Shake came aboard the same day, so I, I'm I'm gonna need yeah, one of them checks they, too. They, they got they get their, <laughs> they get their union dues. They get, but, well, you have you have bereavement. I mean, bereavement. Right, is right, 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 yeah, right. Bereavement, yeah, you bereavement automatically get paid. You get there's bereavement. no question there. We're <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about rest days. He called out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> it's 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 all a matter if if he gave us if he gave us if he if he called out six hours before his shift starts. No, actually, he's all he good. Actually, he did. It was about thirty minutes before before live. I will. We don't talk about it with each other. I mean, I'm at the. How about we do this? How about we just discuss it further backstage? We'll, we'll, right, 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 right. <laughs> all right. It might not be in next episode, shape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to mix in these uh, divisional games as we progress through these other three topics that I got these juicy topics that I got sitting in the back here. Oh, man, but uh, obviously Banks, I know you weren't here Monday to talk about your Rams' amazing victory against the Seattle Seahawks. Now this week you get the opportunity to double down. As far as your Rams are concerned against the Green Bay Green Bay Packers, what, what, what you think? Not doubling down. <clears throat> That's not happening. I, 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 done, I done came a long way, brother. I, <laughs> I, I think I think I'm going to be a little bit more respectful to a better team because technically they are a better team than us, offensively especially, um, and they have a better quarterback. Uh, they have everything in line for them right now. They don't have, they don't have all the injuries that we have or anything like that. Um, but as as I've been saying before, I seen a meme today uh, that showed. Uh, 
uh, there was like a, a guy pedaling a bike, uh, and Cam Akers' face was on the front of the bike. The defense was the second person, and then Jared Goff was being pulled, like pulled. <laughs> he was the last person in the back, like saying, "Yeah, yeah." Akers and the defense is pulling Derek off to the Super Bowl. Um, but I, I tell you this, um, I tell you this: if the Rams beat the Packers, in my opinion, it's no doubt we're going to the Super Bowl. There's no doubt. Mm. I'll because tell you. we should be, we should be good enough to beat everybody else in the, in the NFC. I'll tell you because I saw last week. I saw the, a, a dude named Warford was starting, so I was like, "Oh man!" And he was playing well. He was oh, okay. He only played when he played like five he played, snaps. He got but about. They were good five snaps. Don't 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 shortchange my boy. It was good, no five, good snaps. five snaps. He got about ten minutes in. He, yeah, got, he, got his, he got his 10 minutes in. 10 you know? minutes in, yeah. The playoff lights got to him. No, man. Well, Jamal no, that, Adams' that, damn shoulder. That damn concussion that. got to him. But, uh, <laughs> that illegal hit. Yeah, no. It's, illegal it's, hit. That was illegal. It was legal. It was legal. It was legal. But, oh, you that's know. why Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup made up for it, though. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that catch? Yeah. Ooh, boy. Look, it was. I was highly surprised. This is. Got to be the upset of the playoffs so far, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give the Rams a chance, man. They they came out here, been, Seahawks came out here sleeping. Rams jumped on them so fast, but especially with them without Aaron Donald later and, on in the game, and, and they were still able to apply pressure on Russell Wilson for two quarters. Yeah. Aaron AD and now. also that also maybe I don't know if this is something that's consistent amongst the playoffs right now, but. Pittsburgh came out dead asleep against yeah. the Browns. So, look, man, I th- I think you may be some of these teams feeling themselves a little bit coming in thinking, ah, we got this. And then didn't these, we these... all pick the Steelers too? By the way, I think we all that that was yeah. because of COVID, that, that, right? Well, that, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's because, because the Browns would have their head coach. We would have picked the Browns if if COVID wasn't the on Browns. the table. Yeah, I would have picked the Browns. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 yeah. All, I think we all yeah. would agree hey. that we would have picked the Browns. I didn't see the Browns hitting number twenty eight in the first quarter. No, not definitely not. Yeah, like not. without with, with their head coach at home, right? Yeah, there, there's 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 no way you can call that. Uh, yeah. But man, in terms of the, the Rams at pack, I mean, I, I think I've said before, I, you know, I, the Packers are my favorite to go to the Super Bowl at the NFC. So, uh, you know, obviously I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roll on their side, but. In my opinion, man, the Rams getting past the first round—that's that's that that that's a season accomplished. That that is that is them reaching where they need to reach this season. Now, if they can beat the Packers, then it then it then it's all a cherry on top. Mm. But uh, the Packers, man, Packers are really good. Beating the Packers, the Packers are really good. I don't think I hear that point. It's a counter argument argument because I want I'm going to keep emphasizing on this point. And I, I just want people to pay very, very close attention to this. The Rams, if there's anybody, if there's anybody that can stop the Rams, I mean the Packers, is the Rams. We match up with them everywhere across the board. Uh, defensively, okay? that I, The defense is what I'm banking on. I'm banking on big plays because our defense gave us a pick six last week. We also had eight sacks. We did really well. I'm banking on that. Now, the likelihood of us getting another eight-sack game, especially against Green Bay and that offensive line, slim to none. But Bakatiri, if I pronounce his last name correctly. Baktari. 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 Yeah. Uh, Baktari. He's not playing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's, what's what's Aaron Donald's status? He's playing. He said he feels good. He feels healthy. He feels like his brother's self. He will be there on Saturday at four thirty Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still concerned about Cooper Cup. Still concerned about Jared Goff, but that's the offensive side of the ball. But I feel if the defense can continue to play how we've been playing, and we can at least contain Devontae Adams in some form or fashion, and allow Aaron Rodgers to find other receivers, allow Aaron Rodgers to use his running game and keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hand, we have a legit shot at beating Green Bay. That's just my opinion. Will it happen? Who knows? But I think we can pull it off. I think we can. It's possible. It's possible. Listen, man, I, I done seen the Browns come out here looking like <laughs> come out hot as fish grease in the playoffs. The so anything anything really is like like Kevin Garnett said, man, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So look, man, and and particularly in, in the season in the circumstances we're in right now, bro, you don't know who you face in week to week anymore. Banks, you you know what? Because been... really quick, put up that big Hearn comment really quick. Can you just put that across the ticker, please? Ah. <sighs> Thank uh, you, Big Hearn. Big Hearn, I didn't I didn't get an opportunity to, <laughs> to touch on this on Monday because I felt like DK Metcalf really got exposed in that game as far as him being a route runner as a receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm he 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 is not a top 10 wide receiver at this point in his career. I know a lot of folks have hyped him up throughout the 2020 season because of that whole thing that happened, that Monday night game against the Arizona Cardinals, that rolls his stock up. But watching him against Jalen Ramsey during this wild card game, the man is – he. they were just playing bumper cars with each other. He's not he – can't, he can't get create no separation whatsoever. He seems, seems to me like he's a one-route kind of receiver – and looking at Jalen Ramsey, they're the same. They're the same build, height. So that that strength aspect, that bully, that bully ball aspect that they, DK Metcalf does on corners, that's not going to work on on Jalen Ramsey. That so, was, that's what makes Jalen Ramsey so good, in my opinion, because he he is strong enough and big enough. Jalen Ramsey six two six three, bro, like two like two ten or something like that. And the guy can run like the wind. He's not a slow corner either. He's a safety yeah. plant corner. Basically, yeah, yeah. That's he's a, that's insane, a bro. He's a, he's insane. He's bro. He's insane. But he has a big ass task this week against arguably the best Oof. receiver in football. And he can route but, run. So let's see oh, what he can yeah. do. Without a doubt, and, and he catch. Has hands, <laughs> he has hands, hands, hands. He catches everything. Mm-hmm. But I did notice this though. I had to watch some film earlier. He does most of his damage from the slot though. That's cool. Can, can, is Jalen going to follow him to the yes, slot? That's the million dollar question. Yeah, Jalen. Like, oh, you sound like, hella confident in that. Right, just, he has, well, he has to. He has to. Yeah, he, he has, has to. Okay, okay. He has we, to. We, we, we There's nobody see. else good enough in our secondary that can contain him. You, 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 you just gave the audience something else to look forward to during during this weekend's game. Let's see what Jalen, Jalen Ramsey going to follow number 17 the whole game. This is going to be the best game of the weekend. Somebody's getting fired if he doesn't. <laughs> you got you got a whole Jalen Ramsey. You looking at Green Bay? Are they are they still running around with Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison? Yeah. Come yeah. on now, you, you we, we everybody knows the vibes when it comes to the playoffs. 
You know what, Havoc? I also, one, another thing that I did notice about the Rams, they are Cam Akers or bust. If, they, if, Cam, <laughs> if, if Cam Akers, if Cam Akers does not set up the play action for the Rams, the Rams are done. That's been our <laughs> offense since McVay's been there, bro. The play action is a big part of our offense. But you're done. Now, you're you are done. Did a great job. The Dolphins' prime example did a great job of that. We couldn't fool them at all. They weren't the, the Dolphins weren't fooled one, one minute because we had Jared Goff at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that that you know I'm lo- I'm looking forward to watching this game actually because we got some underdogs going into the second week of the playoffs. So I'm looking forward to this. Absolutely, me too. I think this is probably the second best game of the weekend. No way, it's the first. We 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 gonna get to we gonna get to the, the first the, the best game in the weekend. Don't ever but, disrespect us like that again. But uh, give it a moment. But uh, <laughs> Andre Johnson. Those of y'all that don't know who know who Andre Johnson is, former Oof. wide receiver for the Houston Texans, probably University the most Miami. Yeah, University of Miami receiver. Probably the most quiet receiver of all time. The quiet destructor. That's yeah. that's a real thing. No, I don't know. I'm just made well, I know, I know. He let his hands talk, do the talking when it came to Cortland Finnegan. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man hit him. My man was like, "Take your yeah, helmet that, off." <laughs> that that was that was out of character, of Andre. That was that was that was really out of character. Hey, bro, sometimes you gotta break it to show it, bro. Like I don't his hands look big as hell when he was swinging at him. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the situation here, right? So the, the Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans quarterback, is extremely upset with the Houston Texans organization because of their whole hiring process. Process. He feels like he was left out as far as the whole hiring of the general manager, and he feels left out with the hiring of the head coach. Uh, one of oh, the main. Kyrie. Would you say Banks? Oh, he's Kyrie. <laughs> I wouldn't call him Kyrie. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm like, pretty Kyrie. sure Deshaun Watson thinks the world is round. Yeah, that, that's a whole, that's a whole that's a whole other story. Uh, but when from from the perspective of of a Deshaun Watson, you would think as far as him being your best player on your team, he deserves to have input of, as far as future transactions concerning the front office, for surrounding him with the proper pieces for him to succeed, well, for the team to succeed. Uh, but Andre Johnson just tweeted out uh, because of the fact that. Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston because of what the past situations. Uh, and I quote, uh, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I will stand my ground. The Texas organization is known for wasted players' career careers <laughs> since myself. Jack Easterby has walked into the building. Nothing good has happened in for the organization for some reason. Someone can't seem to see what's going on. Pathetic. And this has three exclamation points. And I can't imagine Andre Johnson saying this because again, it was if when I was watching Andre Johnson play, I was a big fan of Andre Johnson growing up. Um didn't really have an attitude, didn't really raise his voice, he just had the right. same metal tone Very quiet, yeah. voice. So like for him to come out and tweet this rocks the world. It just right. rocks the world. Like, can you just get a brand new perspective? A, I don't think he's ever been in the news for anything negative at all. He's mm. always been in the news for positive stuff, especially that toy drive thing that he does every year. He still does that. 
Uh, he's really big in the community. Um, even in Miami locally, he's he does a lot. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, it's for him to speak out about that. That says a lot. Well, Andre Johnson is like the NFL version of Joe Johnson. Just okay. like, just like you know, always just a dude who does his job real well. You don't hear too much out of him otherwise. But what he is, what he's talking about is is, is organizational culture. He's basically saying that the Houston Texans are going to Houston Texans. They got a way of running things and they ain't going to change. Even when they pay a recruiting firm, I don't even know if it was a career, it was a consultancy firm, hundreds of thousands of dollars to find and vet a general manager candidate. And then they pick a general manager candidate that wasn't even vetted by the consultants that they hired. Right. So clearly, when it comes is to Bob the McNair still their owner? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but Cal McNair, right? The uh, son. That's the son. Yeah. Cal, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bob McNair died, right? Cal yeah. McNair's in charge yeah. now. Yeah. Um, Kyle McNair's in charge. Bob McNair died. But, oh, wow. I didn't know that. I forgot he passed. Damn. It appears that the organization is is running the same exact way. So if I'm Deshaun Watson, number one, if I'm gonna try and, and do a leverage move, I'm you gotta do that before you turn the long before you sign the long term deal. Once yeah. you sign the long term deal, you know you know the cap ram ramifications of you moving. So you, your options are highly limited. But and I don't even know if, if Deshaun Watson even said what was attributed to him saying what he actually said, but you know, Look, man, if if you're Deshaun Watson, you're looking at the next three, four years, you know you playoffs are not a real possibility. It's not a real possibility for you. So in his mind, he's like, hey, I'm out here taking these licks for nothing right now. So I'm staring down the barrel of the prime of my career, and y'all don't know what y'all are doing. Now, that is a uh, 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 an argument you need to have before you sign that long-term deal. But once you sign the deal, y'all are married. At least until the guaranteed money dries up, y'all now, are basically married. So now, what if what if they the Houston Texans promised Deshaun Watson some things behind the scenes that we don't know about, and he went ahead and signed the contract because of those promises? Deshaun right. Watson once 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 he saw the Houston once he saw that organization trade DeAndre Hopkins for a bagged lunch, all promises are off the table. Anything they told you is a lie. He should have realized that. Once once you see DeAndre Hopkins walk out the door and what comes back in the door is David Johnson. The the broken down remains of a of a running back that at one time was good. You have to understand organizationally what's happening around you. They don't know what they're doing. Well, let me let me let me ask you this real fast, because you gotta think of it from this perspective as a competitor. Mm-hmm. Um maybe just just being hypothetical here. Maybe Deshaun Watson probably thought to himself, critics may have thought that the reason why Deshaun is so successful is with DeAndre Hopkins. So he's proving uh, you think I'm you think I'm reaching here, Vex? You think yeah, I'm reaching? Reach. Yeah, I think reach. I think I, th- I, th- I think that's a bit of a I think particularly in the NFL, and just I think from a fan's perspective, they look at the big names and they think if you got a big name quarterback that means that y'all are you're you're winning something, but I think, but and particularly for a veteran in the league, should should understand better than anyone else. 
You need a whole ass team to win. Ain't like this whole quarterback putting the team on his back. That's all good and fine for the regular season. Once you get into the playoffs, you need a whole team to do anything. Like this whole the whole I can win it by my own. That's a basketball mentality. Mm-hmm. That's that that's a that's a James Harden mentality. That's that 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 rule does not apply to the NFL at all. So for for me, once you see DeAndre Hopkins walk out the door, you see a bag lunch walk right back through the door. You already know they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And you just signed off the prime of your career to this franchise. Now, the price was right. The price was right. You 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 you're set, your family's set for the rest of your life. But in terms of success, don't look for too much of that. I understand why you want out, but it's a hard bargain. Cause you your your salary puts you in a tough decision. It puts you in a position where basically you have to be traded for another quarterback of an equivalent salary. That's the quarterback is the only position salary wise where you can match up players. So, hey man, we'll we'll have, we'll have to see. But if I was Jimmy G, I would I would I would not buy a house. <laughs> what you got, Banks? Um, I mean, I think every I think having just you know took all the words out of my mouth. Honestly, um, that that's a good take, man. Everything having said, for the most part, is true. Um, I do feel like uh. There might have been some. There might have been some smoke blown up Deshaun Watson's ass a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I and I feel that was kind of unfair, and but that's out of his control. You can't. He doesn't control the team. He doesn't ultimately. He doesn't have have the ultimate say. So at the end of the day, that decision was exclusively made by the then coach and general manager at that time. Uh, so you know, whether Deshaun Watson agrees to that trade or not, it wouldn't matter because, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. The decision was going to be made, <laughs> whether he liked it or not, whether the contract was signed before or after the trade, it wouldn't matter. Um, you know, so I feel bad for him in that aspect because we got a guy that could, could potentially, on a lot of people's radars, including mine, could be an NFL MVP as and also as well as on the right team, a Super Bowl winner. And he's just that damn talented. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's it's there. You can see it. It's. I mean, it's. I mean, I couldn't even believe he felt that that low in the draft when it when it happened. I just was just blow it away by it because his college career we it just spoke for itself i mean this is a guy that single-handedly beat alabama by himself like once i saw that it was just enough that's why i fell in love with guys like lamar jackson once i seen how lamar jackson handled defenses like florida state for instance i knew this guy was going to be special on the next level because florida state puts out pro level athletes hall of fame athletes every year um so now the, the more on the point of andre johnson's uh tweet um, again, this is a this is a this, this Andre Johnson just ain't no anybody in the Texas franchise. That's just mm-hmm. not he just ain't no anybody. That's somebody that has is enough enough clout as just maybe JJ Watt. They're they're they are the Houston Texans. They were there since the exception where Andre Johnson was. Um, and you know you got a guy that's lived out his career his entire career in JJ Watt. So when these guys speak, it's it, it's going to be heard. Um, so it definitely sounds like there's some type of personal thing going on there for Andre Johnson. I feel like maybe there's some things behind the scenes that happened while he was there that he just wasn't happy of it. But again, Andre Johnson's demeanor and attitude isn't to go out and speak about it. He just, like we said, we he's an even kill. He just, you know, keeps his mouth shut. Like Larry Fitzgerald was another guy that you don't hardly ever hear anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll find out about their careers 
after they retire. They'll probably come out and, you know, say a couple comments during interviews and stuff like that because they're just not those type of players. Yeah. We got about the franchise or anybody else. They're not that they're not that kind of guy. So um when I sent that tweet information over to the Vore, uh to the to the group chat on Twitter, it actually surprised me. because uh, I think a buddy of mine or uh, actually big shout out I'm sorry. Big shout out to my boy Steve Lopera, uh, one of my closest friends. He actually was the one that sent the information over to me. And once I got it, I sent it over to you guys because I just thought that it was crazy to see Andre Johnson talk like that because he never talks. He never talks like that ever. So there has to be, there's more fire than smoke here. There's definitely some fire. Um, Mm. And he's, he's, he laid it out there. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. I, 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 uh, Man, Deshaun Watson, I feel bad for him, man. Um, mm-hmm. I want to address that a little bit. Once, yeah, once you sign that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just—I just want to address uh, some of some of our loyal fans in the comments section. Uh, Big Earn, in regard to like my FSU, don't put out put out much anymore. You're right, boy. They used to be a football factor. They used to be what. Alabama and Clemson are now, and and this it's been a rough it's been a rough decade for FSU. Ever since Jimbo Fisher won that national championship, it's been rough at FSU. So they but you know they they still get top level athletes. Yeah, it looks like my boy, that my brother in that chat. Yeah, what, that's, what's that? That's my brother in the chat, Marquel Griffin. What's up, bro? Oh, shout out to you. That's one of that's one of my brothers in the chat, man. Shout out. <laughs> what up, Quill? What's going what's on, more, man? Bro? Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, Jimbo I, messed us up. Well, Jimbo, y'all didn't give Jimbo the keys of the kingdom. You just gave Jimbo <laughs> the keys of the kingdom. Y'all would still be good. But moving along, I, I did. I did want to touch on the Houston Texans before we end up moving on to the next topic. Uh, they don't have a first round draft pick or a second round draft pick. Cap issues, and also one more thing is because I remember Banks brought up JJ Watt as far as being one of the greatest Houston Texans of all time, along with Andre Johnson. Uh, there were two times that that were very, very noticeable when J.J. Watt spoke as far as apologizing to the Houston Texans fan base mm-hmm. and uh, how they the Houston Texans have failed the fans. So I'm 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 it's be, I'm getting beginning to wonder was that a sign right there? Yeah, it's of, I I, I, th- I think so because you know here's the thing when the owner is out in public. Ain't nobody, you know, running up on the owner trying to talk to him about what's going on with the team. Because don't nobody know really what the owners look like. But J.J. Watt's out in public. <laughs> right. J.J. Watt's out in public. People are going up to him asking him every single question left and right. So he's he's more of an ambassador of the team than the dude who owns the team, quite frankly. Uh, so I get it. And, you know, when you have a, a relationship with the community the way he does... He feels an added sense of accountability when the team isn't performing well, when in reality uh, they let a head coach be a GM, when in reality he may not, he probably shouldn't have been the head coach, and he definitely should have been the GM. And right. he, he done gave away, and the thing about the Deshaun Watson thing that's so sad, y'all don't even have the resources to get better. You don't even have the resources to get better. Right. So... Hey man, if I was if I was him, I'd be trying to get out too. I, I get it. I but. think that's what he's looking at too, because he's 
I think he's looking at it as like, man, I don't have shit going on right now. Like, <laughs> I don't have no. I, if I wanted, if I wanted to even yeah. ask for a guy like, let's say Julio Jones, for instance, because a lot of people say Julio Jones may end up being in, in Houston next year. Who can I? Who who can we give up to bring in a guy like Julio? Like Houston Texans need to rebuild. They yeah. need to rebuild. That's that's the answer to that question. They, they ain't a player away. They're a whole defense away. Outside of JJ Watt and uh, uh, well, I mean, I don't even really know who else, but they, they're, they're, I mean, they they look, they they are so they really they are, don't have anybody else. They don't. They yeah. they really don't. So they they I mean, Bill O'Brien. Boy, did he give them a parting gift on the way out the door. Boy, did he Adam Gates that thing, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next topic, next topic, next topic, next topic. Which my boy's about to have an interview with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh, to do how? Tone that down. To do tone, what? To be the head coach. Oh, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. Hey, we'll see. To, to each his own. But next divisional game, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Which I think, Oof, Bills are looking, Bills are looking, looking, looking pretty legit out here in these streets, man. It, it's it's, you, you know, this Josh Allen has not shown a speck of of not being anything outside of All Pro quarterback this season. You and then you and then you and then you put an All Pro wide receiver in his lap, and then you accompany it with a defense. That's that's I mean, they 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 got everything you need from a from a serious Super Bowl contender. The Bills have now the Ravens got over that hump. Lamar Jackson got over that hump, but I mean, the in my opinion, the Bills are and the Ravens are a good team. But in my opinion, the Bills are better than the Ravens. So I'm and at at Buffalo too, man. Hey, really quick, guys. You see? Did you guys see Von Kowski's comment? Says uh, the Dolphins have resources. <laughs> we we gonna get to the good. Dolphins. We we definitely gonna get to the Dolphins. <laughs> mm. I, 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 we we definitely gonna get to the Dolphins. <laughs> That's hilarious. We do so, have resources though. So I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're going with the Bills. Have it? Yeah, one hundred percent. Thanks. Well, isn't this the game of two quarterbacks that you said weren't good quarterbacks? Hey, Lamar still ain't a good quarterback. Yeah, if you <laughs> yeah. keep your mouth shut. Keep your what mouth you mean? shut. Like I, like, mouth I asked, like I keep asked, like I asked, like I asked Freeze on Monday, was he concerned? When Lamar threw that pick, he said, "You damn right, he was." I'm pretty sure most of the Baltimore Ravens fan base was concerned. Mm-hmm. So. so Lamar yeah, won this football okay game with his legs, right. but it's okay though. It's okay. It's okay hey, to say I was right, bro. That's all I'm trying that's to good, tell you. It's okay to say I was right. That's all I'm saying. What you what you right about? He won I the game told with his you legs. Josh Allen was going to be that dude. I told you that. Wow, you got one right. By the way, I'm still <laughs> waiting for Dak Prescott to get that contract. <laughs> oh, it's coming after this season. You best believe it's coming. Yeah, anyway. a one year deal, six million. Talk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, listen, okay. they franchise Dak again. That's another twenty-five million in the bank. They're not franchising that dude, man. They got to sign him. They got to sign who, him. Who? Who got to sign, sign him? 
we we gonna say this for a different pod. Yeah, let, yeah, me, let, let me know what you think about these, go, these Ravens and Bills. Season, we'll go there off season. But yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, big ups to uh, both of these quarterbacks, man. I'm a big fan of both of these guys. I love Lamar Jackson. I love Josh Allen. Uh, what's up, King Mill? Uh, Appreciate you coming through. I really don't know who to pick in this game. I honestly don't. The, the 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 hot hand is saying take a ride on the Buffalo Bills and just continue your way through the season. Buffalo is looking very unstoppable. Their defense is clicking, and then the backside says Lamar Jackson's coming to town. Um, so, and the way that Baltimore has been looking the last few weeks, uh, especially that running game has picked up the smoke again. It got the juice, and uh, we saw last year uh, what happens when that run game for the Raven clicks the way it does. It is very very difficult to stop. Uh, Lamar Jackson had another 100-yard playoff rushing game. Um, he finally got his first playoff win, which I'm so proud of him. Uh, he, he finally got that 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 much-needed uh, win. I'm sure they took the monkey off his back. So now, guess what? He can, he can just really relax now. He can just come out there and just play ball. Uh, so, my pick, uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Lamar. And say that the Ravens are going to upset the Buffalo Bills um, in a close game. I'll say like around. I mean, both teams could put up thirty, so we'll say like 34, 31, maybe like a close shootout. The Buffalo Bills' rush defense is a little concerning to me. Did you see the Ravens' defense this week? Last mm-hmm. week, they they took care of business. I feel like they were trying to force feed Derrick Henry in that Probably. game. They should have they should have put the ball in Tannehill's hands a little bit more. But but that, but, but that's their I mean, that that that's their game plan though. Put the ball in Derrick. You you gonna live or die by Derrick Henry? That's that's, un, that's understandable. But you still gotta adapt to the game. Like they were selling out to stop Derrick Henry and AJ Brown was killing Humphrey during the course of that game. They was getting the tight ends involved with Ferkser. Mm, so nice. yeah, so. By them sell, trying to sell out to stop Derrick Henry, they should have set up the play action a little bit more. They should end up spreading spreading out the receivers a little bit more. So I'm well, gonna be go. honest though. Be honest because I we 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 predicate this podcast. That's that's one of the main things that we said we wanted this podcast to be when we when we discussed it years ago. In the Twitter chat, you blame this loss specifically on one person. I would like for you to acknowledge who that person was. Vrabel. You lying ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I did say didn't I say Vrabel happened? No, no. Do I need to bring up the Vrabel. chat? Do I need to bring up the chat? Bring it up. Bro, it's too many messages to go back and bring it up. No, you did not say anything about Mike Vrabel. You blamed that loss on Ryan Tannehill. I put it on Vrabel. about Ryan Tannehill, and you said it was his fault that he lost that game. I just want to hear you say it. That's all I want to hear you do. And then we can move on to the next topic. I just want to hear you say it was Ryan Tannehill's fault. Because well, in my opinion, it was. Well, I'm going to put it 70-30. Vrabel, 70. Tannehill, 30. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, you be tucking your tail between your legs, boy. Listen, man, <laughs> I never thought I would see the day. You be running, man. You be how running, I run? Bro. It's 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 Vrabel's fault too. I'm not gonna put 110 on Ryan Tannehill because, like the I said, yeah. the, the play calling you the first drive of the game, you would drive it down the field by throwing the football. 
Now you want to just because Derrick Henry has a temper tantrum on the sideline, we want to get we want to hand the ball up to Derrick Henry all the time, and we coming down to what two straight three and outs, and we going into the fourth quarter. The Baltimore Ravens taking the lead. Mm. True. I think they I think they're at a point now where they, you know, they know they know that you know Derrick Henry, but you know butters the bread, but you, you can trust Tannehill in those situations to uh, to do something at this point in his career. I mean, he's shown that he can you know. He ain't just a he's a he ain't just a a dude anymore, right? Like he can he's been he's balling a, the past few. He's seasons, a bad so. boy. He threw thirty three touchdowns and seven interceptions or something like that. So yeah. he's playing. This gonna hurt Bakes' feelings. He's playing like a top five quarterback right now. Who? You heard you heard me, Ryan Tannehill. You mean like top oh, five? I said that hurt my feelings. I gave him. I gave him. I gave him props two weeks ago. I said that Ryan Tannehill's playing the best ball of the year. He should have been. Yeah, but you ain't put him in the top five though. Oh, Ryan Tannehill has to be in the top five this year. He has the stats to back it up. I mean, he should have been in. Oh, we had, we did we didn't do a top five this year, so we definitely gonna be doing a top five sometime in the near future. Yeah, yeah, Tannehill will probably yeah. be in there depending on how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> by the way, what's up, Cat for Life, man? Thanks for jumping by, bro. Yeah, man, it's it's. I didn't I didn't see the Titans going out like that. I'll I'll say it like that. Like <laughs> it's it's one it's it's one it's one thing to lose, but I didn't see them going out like that, man. And it's it's like you know Cypress Hill, we ain't going out like that. I didn't see them going out like that, man. But it just goes to show. And then it just goes back to what I said before earlier in the show. When you win the playoffs, you need a whole ass team to right. to, to win. So, hey man, just goes to show your number one option gets locked down. You you gotta have Plan B, Plan C, and Plan D. And Tennessee was very reluctant to go with Plan B. They just want to hit that Plan A, and 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 just 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 run Derrick Henry no matter what. And you gotta be adapted to the environment, man. Oh, and uh, to uh, correct what I said earlier, I did say Tannehill effed up. That must have been somebody Thank else that said that too. My thumb but, must have slipped, y'all. Yeah, my thumb must have slipped. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely, I'm putting I'm putting seventy percent on Vrabel for catering to Derrick Henry by him having that temper tantrum on the sideline. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Browns at Chiefs. Okay, now here's where the underdog run runs out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, y'all. I mean, you 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 you, you know. The, the Steelers they didn't they didn't show up until the second quarter of the game. Uh, I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are on are on that game plan. That is, I don't even I don't even know how you just fall. You don't even show up the first quarter of the game. But uh, for me, man, I mean, look, man, it's, it's it's the Chiefs. We all know we all know who the Chiefs are. We all we know what they're about. Is it's it's damn near the same crew from last year coming back probably a little bit upgraded so i mean and i said i said i think the chiefs are going to go back to back so i got the chiefs in this game i don't see the browns have any chance of winning this game to be completely honest with you uh banks like i, I just feel like baker mayfield is not he cannot get into a shootout with patrick mahomes if it comes down to that they're either Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt or bust. Chiefs. Mm. 
I'd agree with that. I don't know, man. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the black sheep. Um give me the Browns for upset. I know it's I know this is gonna sound crazy. This podcast is probably gonna lose so much damn credibility. And I'm so sorry. They ain't gonna guys. lose no credibility. They gonna I'm they sorry. gonna sorry about like, you guys' jobs. Yeah, they gonna <laughs> find you on Twitter. That's yeah, it. they gonna send me tweets now. What the <laughs> hell was this dude talking about? <laughs> no, hear, me, hear me out though. Hear me out. Um like like King Mill just said, it's a good point. Uh thank you for the feedback on that, Mill. He brings up a really good point, man. Uh it's it's the playoffs is played at a different pace, man. We get the whole up and down the field, you know. Spread attack that the Chiefs bring to the table, uh, but uh, I think Cleveland is competent enough, and they're and they're led by a head coach that really seems to have his shit together. Um, and I think this guy has uh, this this Stefanski guy. I was I'm surprised, man. He really seems to have a game plan for the squad, uh, and I can't do anything but stand behind it. They have a two headed a two headed monster at running back that nobody has been able to stop this year uh, mm-hmm. with Kareem Hunt uh, and Nick Chubb. No one is able to figure those two guys out. And uh, Cleveland has been running the ball very well. Um, the deciding factor, of course, would be the quarterback position. Of course, we know Mahomes is, you know, the best, one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league. Um, so, but I don't think uh, it, it's a lot. It's a tall task uh, for uh, uh, what's the kid's name, Baker Mayfield, to have to go out there and put the, the, the game in his hand. He doesn't have to feel like he has to go out there and win it because. Like we mentioned, you got two running backs that are, are very difficult to stop. And, uh, you know, that running game for the Browns, is it needs to be respected. If Kansas City can't stop that rushing attack, bro, it's going to be a long game. And that's that means a lot, a lot less time that the Chiefs have to move the ball up and down the field. Now, we all know that when they step on the field, it's, it, they lightning can strike in the second. We, we definitely know that. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's safe to take that chance because Cleveland can strike as well. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but that offense has been looking super damn good. Um, and then we got to respect, like, yeah, King Mill, you bringing up some great points, man. Like, like Mills, I didn't even think about Miles Garrett, but Miles yeah. Garrett is the the, the 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 primary de facto there on the defensive side of the ball. And then we're not even. It's rumors that Denzel Ward may even be playing this game too. So, hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, it's a tough. It's tough. They're I got Cleveland. I'm going to go with Cleveland, man. My heart is telling me to stick with Cleveland. I'm going to go with Cleveland. That's gonna, an upset special. You going with Cleveland? Yeah, I'm going to go with Cleveland. Upset special. I want to say Cleveland is going to beat them. I I want to say Cleveland is going to beat them. I think Cleveland pulls it off, man. It's it's it's, it's going to be so damn hard though, but I think they can do it. I really do. I, I think they can do it. It's underdog week, baby. Underdog week for me. Mm. Okay. You on your own, buddy. Only underdogs this week. Yeah, what it seems like, right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I need, you think, what do you guys think of my chance of playing out on the ticket? What do you think? Should I do it or nah? Oh, you said I, putting it on the ticket? Yeah. Should I should I bet? Well money on the line? Yeah, bro, a couple dollars. Ain't gonna be no big deal. <laughs> a couple dollars. That money is money. <laughs> hey, when the, like, when the money when the money is won, the money needs to be collected. Yes, sir. Right. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Nah, never mind. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keep going, bro. Never mind, bro. Moving along. <laughs> All right, so we, we, we just got finished talking about Deshaun Watson. Obviously, oh, the, word, the word around Miami right now is uh, 
the best possible trade partner for the Houston Texans to ship Deshaun Watson out of Houston. And obviously the Miami Dolphins have came up considering the fact that they have a lot of draft draft capital uh, currently sitting right now with the third overall pick in the 2021 draft and also the 18th pick in the 2021 draft. Uh, also, the third pick was used to be the Houston Texans pick. That was the whole Lemmy Tuffle oh, yeah. trade. They want uh, they to, want their picks back. They yes, want they want they, that 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 would be the the, the best possible <laughs> it's my solution. It's my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the best possible solution for the Houston Texans as far as being able to I would say build the roster back up if they were to get rid of a Deshaun Watson. But there was an article that came out today by the Miami Herald. I believe it was by Armando Salguero. I was going to try to paraphrase it, but I didn't want it to be taken out of context. So I'm going to have to read the whole article to y'all, especially you, Havoc. Um, oh, my gosh. Should I go to sleep? <laughs> he said, should you go to sleep? No, because I feel like it is imperative that I get your opinion. I feel like, I feel like us Miami Dolphins fans – we have a little bit of a biased opinion when we have these discussions. So I feel like your opinion is 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 pivotal. Read the to, article to man. top to topics <laughs> like this. Right? All right. So <clears throat> like I said, this 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 article is by Armando Saguro. And it starts off by saying the Miami Dolphins, like all teams that are finished with their seasons, have promised a period of self-evaluation. I think right now we're going to focus on evaluating the team, evaluating the roster, and creating a vision for what we want 2021 to look like. Coach Brian Flores said last week, that's a one day at a time process. And that's kind of, of the early part of the off season, but here's something strange on the same day last week, Flores and general manager, Chris Greer spoke of needing a thorough look in the mirror before deciding on a course for 2021. They also told us the most important decision of 2021 is already made. Greer said Tua Tagovailoa will be the starting quarterback for 2021, which suggests a long evaluation or deep exam of the starting quarterback position is either complete or not necessary. And that caught the attention of at least three players within the team, the team because they had told the Herald in recent days they didn't see enough from Tua Tagovailoa in 2020 to promise him, well, anything for the next season. I understand what they said one player said but i don't understand why these what are these play- players names the, hey it doesn't matter no it no, does, no it doesn't matter it doesn't it, matter it, it does, does not matter. matter of course it matters it does not matter of it, course it matters and, and, and don't interrupt me i'm not done <laughs> these players said they remain hopeful talk over low will improve but admitted he was not outstanding as a rookie in their opinions and anyone who watched Dolphins watched the Dolphins last season indeed saw Tuckolo was good at times and not good at others. I think Tua has made a lot of improvement, really developed over the course of, of the year, so we'll just continue to try to make those improvements, Flores said. But the concerning thing to the players who spoke to the Herald is they are not convinced Tuckolo is going to be great in the future. They said they were unimpressed by Tuckabula during training camp to the point they thought he wouldn't be ready to play in 2020. They said they were caught totally off guard, as one put it, when Tuckabula was named the starter the seventh game of the season. And another said that before the season finale, when players were informed by Flores that Ryan Fitzpatrick would not be able against, 
be available against the Buffalo Bills. He was disappointed because he believes Fitzpatrick was better than Tagovailoa. These players speaking anonymously, listen to this part, Havoc. Listen to this part. These players speaking anonymously because they say coaches demand they never voice any concerns in the media. All agree Tagovailoa is a great person. They say he's humble and quiet and a competitor. This is this is this is good, but the players also say they don't see a special trait in Tagovailoa's skill set beyond his accuracy. One defensive player said he isn't impressed with Tagovailoa's ball. Yes, havoc, ball velocity or <laughs> arm strength or ability to make off-schedule plays with his legs. So he ultimately questions whether Tagovailoa will ever be able to match the feats of other quarterbacks in the AFC, such as Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, or Deshaun Watson. Those are the boys we got to beat, right? This player said, it looks right now like that's going to be a big challenge. An offensive player said he likes Tagovailoa a lot as a teammate and is hopeful he becomes great someday. But that same player added he got frustrated when Flores told the team Fitzpatrick would not be available for the season finale against Buffalo. We also think next man up, no matter what, the player said. But I, I saw Tua as the next man up because Fitz was better. This raises questions about the confidence at least a handful of Dolphins players have about the 2021 starting quarterback. Please it, put me out of my misery. This is... This is... El middle school the, level journalism. The truth hurts, don't it, Havoc? The, the middle school hurt. level journalism. The truth hurts. You doing a whole, you doing a comprehensive report, but based on testimony from no one you want to name. We ain't talking about Russian spies or nothing. I don't care what Isaiah Ford is telling is telling you about the quarterback or or whoever. I don't know who it is, but but we but we sure love when what was that receiver's name that put them put them put them videos up to a throwing during training oh, camp. Kirk Merritt? No, it wasn't Kirk Merritt. It was somebody else who got cut. He came from the Lions. What was his name? Uh, this happened this training camp? Yes. Tua was throwing the football. We didn't have no film. Wait, wait, wait. Throwing the football. Are you talking about the dude that got cut and then they signed him and he got cut again? Yes. What was his and, name? Uh, no one knows, DeVore. No one knows. Okay, but but my point is <laughs> nobody had the problem when he when he was a practice squad kind of player. So we'll, let's count him as one of the sources. You can do whatever you want, but it's okay. the fact is that it's out there. Okay, Devore, this is this is this is, <sighs> you know, when it comes down to this team and this franchise and this this city that we're talking about right now, and when I say that we as fans have never quite seen a a rebuild like this, where instead of plucking veterans from free agency and trying to patch it up and make it work, we actually (laughs) comprehensively clear the deck and building and building mostly from the draft uh, in a thoughtful and comprehensive manner. And first of all, first of all, you have a quote from a player saying he doesn't have a special trait except players accuracy. players accuracy is not a mind-blowing next havoc let me next. ask you this I, I, I just want to say this real quick yes, because accuracy is a very very important trait for a quarterback to have 
But with that being said, if the if the quarterback doesn't have the awareness and the anticipation to get the ball to that particular player, accuracy is out the window. Also, accuracy doesn't matter if you have receivers that can't catch the ball. But oh, go I will I will move on to my next point. What would, what would tools awareness be in Madden if you had a rating? Twenty. See now you just now you just hating. Hey, I, I just, just hate. You look, now you just hating. You, you he wanna, look like a deer in headlights to wanna, me when he sit wanna, back in the pocket. He can't get his check down. You want to get? <laughs> look who your check downs. Are. We had literally we went into the Buffalo game with a highly compromised Devontae Parker and special teamers masquerading as wide receivers. So at a certain point, we have to analyze because. You, you know, I know everyone wants to say, is two of the future? He's the future. Is it, We can hate all we want to. He's the future. They've they've damn near said they're going to give him a full offseason to actually go through a full offseason as opposed to an offseason where you're rehabbing the entire time. From my eyes, and I think from the eyes of the Dolphins organization, they've seen enough. They've seen enough to say, we will... we will continue to help you develop because we believe a fully developed Tua Tungvaluwa is a starting quarterback in the NFL and the starting quarterback for this team. Any talks of moving him, number one, the whole Deshaun Watson thing is ludicrous. Let, let, really let, quick, let's really let's quick, get on that though. Ludicrous. Let's, let's, let's talk about really, that for a second. It's really ludicrous. Let me, Go ahead. Let, me, let me interject really quick. Good point. Yeah. I want to bring up a good point. Uh, one of our guys that just jumped in the chat, uh, Young Di, uh, welcome to the chat, bro. I appreciate it. That's actually, so we still we, we still waiting on our intro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we still we still waiting on that intro, brother. Whenever but, you get the opportunity, get back to us. And let us know about that intro, man. We we really need it, bro. We appreciate you for jumping, stopping by. Though. Don't forget to subscribe, my G. But we well, are we, talking we, about let's a, let's get into that though, Harry. We're, we're, we're talking about that. we're talking about a franchise. We're heading into a situation where we're heading into the, to the. Uh, free agency with what thirty-seven million dollars in cap space, mm-hmm. and mind you, the cap is going down because of the reduced profits that the that the league as a whole um, is down by. So you mean to tell me that if we move, so we're going to move all the assets that we need to build up this team, and we're going to give up all the cap space in this team for one player? When we're going to be left with the same ass offense, with the exception of Deshaun Watson at quarterback, how is this? How is this team any closer to the Super Bowl? I, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Banks go because I value Banks's opinion from the outside looking in, and then I'm going to address this wide receiver issue because before the season started, receiver we the Dolphins fans they lied to us about these about the training no, they, camp. They said these, these receivers, receivers, this this receiving core could be top five. They in the said league. Preston. They said Preston Williams was a a possible thousand yard wide receiving candidate this season. Yes. But he got, he, but he was hurt though. Yeah, hurt. his issue is injury. So. When you when you coming off of an ACL he injury, you got so work. hot when he was healthy. But having though, he you gotta bear with me here. You gotta let the man get his confidence back. He just came oh, off of an ACL okay. injury. Okay. Me, me okay. speaking from see, a, see, we, a see, receiver. We, we're gonna let Preston Williams get his confidence. We're gonna let Preston Williams get his experience. But we don't want to do the same thing with the quarterback, right? But my thing, but having though. 
But my thing, my issue with Tua is the fact that he did not try to push the ball down the field. I understand the talent, but it's the fact that you did not attempt to throw the football down the field to give them a shot. That's my argument. Mm -hmm. But Banks, I want to hear what you got to say, though. Uh, I mean, I think you both bring up, of course, uh, on, like I said, on the outside looking, in, I think you both bring up some really good points. Um, to Havoc's point, though, uh, you're kind of invested in Tua, man. It, there's been a lot of decisions that have been made when you pay attention to the Dolphins franchise and the state that they're at right now. There's been a lot of decisions that have been made that are, are fortunately in the support of Tua. Um, the city, and you also got to remember, too, I think if they even made a decision on trading Tua, I think it will probably even cause a little bit of an uproar. Uh, and 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 locally in Miami because you you heard the, you heard the article there but were wait, players I, I, I I, that I, I, were I, on board with him being the starter, right? Who are the players? Right and to that to that point to that point that's that's where I was going to that point. And are they going to uh, be on this team next year? Not probably not probably not. Devontae mm-hmm. Parker is a huge question mark. Preston Williams is another question mark. Uh, Preston Williams they both have the upside for it, but they're not they're just not consistent enough. Um, and then you also got an issue with the offensive line. Even if they are consistent enough, you still got an off- issue with the offensive line that the offensive line doesn't hold up when it needs to hold up. Um, I, do- I also think the Dolphins could, could could really benefit from having a very good running rushing attack to help out Tua because if you think about when Tua's at his best, he has a really good running game, and he also has the weapons around him. Mm-hmm. That's been my knock on Tua when he got into the league. I have said that over and over and over again. Tua has had the luxury of playing with the best talent that you can offer football. He's, mm-hmm. he's always been surrounded by the greatest of talent from high school all the way up to college. <laughs> and now even in, in, well, not so much in the pro <laughs> level, but the Dolphins are in a pretty good spot with that third pick. My question would be, what are they going to do with the third pick? Because th- things Ooh. are, I mean, the way that the, the way that the, 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 these receivers look and come out of the draft this year and the Dolphins having question marks at the receiver position, the Dolphins may want to invest in dro- dropping one of those, uh, those those really good receivers and hey. say, screw the offensive line, go after Devontae Smith. Hey, or they Jamar out here calling Devontae Smith young Marvin Harrison. Right. You you, so, you may want to, or then you and then you also got the possibility of jumping up and then taking Najee Harris at running back and then coming back later on in the first round and then taking a receiver. The Dolphins need help on the offensive side of the bounce. That's there's no question about it. One hundred percent. He needs somebody to throw the ball to. Devontae Parker for some reason just ain't getting the job done. It's just not happening. I don't know what it is. Um, not sure. Preston Williams is always hurt. I like Preston Williams. I think he's a really, you know, he's a decent player. Um, but is he a pro level number one receiver? No. You guys need somebody to throw the ball to a big play, big guy receiver that can go down the field, can stretch the field, and open up the offense more for Tua. That's what you guys need. And then you can worry about everything else because the defense ain't a problem. We the defense is jail. That that defense is solid. We don't have to touch the defense. You make a, make a few improvements, you bring in more bodies for the rotation to get guys out when they're tired, you bring in more reserves, things like that. But the offense needs a lot of attention. It needs a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to a certain point, if we trade, and, and I'm going to go out to De- Deshaun Watson, because it's, it's ludicrous that the Dolphins <laughs> would trade for him. But if the Dolphins trade for him, one, you're giving up all this draft capital that you need to build up the rest of your offense. And two, you're giving up all your cap space that you need to build up your offense. If our right. offense is Desha- is Deshaun Watson, go out there with what we got and make it happen, that ain't a, that ain't a, a path to the Super Bowl. 
Havoc. That ain't let a me, path to the let Super me, Bowl. Let me, let me ask you this, right? So let's say, because I, I strongly believe the asking price for Deshaun Watson is going to drop as we progress throughout the offseason. Okay. I, I feel don't. like we can get away with giving Tua the third pick and a second. No. I that's think we can get enough. away with that. That's not I, I think we can get away with that. That's not going to be enough. As we draw closer to the draft, I feel like we can get away with that. Let me tell you something. With articles like this that just came out and with guys like – I'm not going to say guys like you, but I mean guys like you out here tearing down this kid every, at every every corner. What do you mean? Guys like him for sure. Yes. No, no. See, see, see. There's, yeah, no, that, there's this rumor. Work. There's this rumor out there, right? That I just heard today that I have a hidden agenda. I don't have a hidden agenda. I'm just, I'm just. Oh, I spread you. that rumor. I spread that rumor. Oh, you spread that shit. You're low key. You're a low key, you're a, you're a key Jets fan. Well, we found the leak. Yeah, you one of the sources, right? That's where that came from. You one of the sources. Oh, okay, okay. Old havoc. Well, it makes sense. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Hey, look, the boy. Okay. Always remember, it be your own people, bro. Never forget that, man. Hey, not all skin folk are kin folk. God damn. <laughs> You tried to hit a player. <laughs> <laughs> Not all skin for the skin for that is hilarious. What did uh, Cat Williams say in the uh Friday at the next? Oh, they tried to rob a player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, man. If if for no other reason, the prime, the best, absolute best shot any franchise have of winning a of making a deep playoff run. Is on the rookie quarter is on the rookie contract of your quarterback, because all that money you're because listen, starting price for NFL caliber starting quarterback is twenty five mil a year. That's starting price nowadays. So if you got a, if you got your quarterback on six mil a season, that is your time to make your run. So right now it is our time to make our run and right. build out as as complete a team as we can. And make that run. I'm not going to throw that away. And, my, and as much shit I talk about the Dolphins, man, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think, I don't think Deshaun Watson will solve the problem. It would be great if y'all had him though, because I mean, like we said, Deshaun Johnson and words and Stephen A. Smith. That's a bad man. Yes, he is. He most bad. definitely is. And it is. It is. It is. But havoc though. Think about him being in the tilt. Think about that for a second. Man. Is he going to throw what to? What jersey number will he wear, though? Like, Who well, I, is I, I he going I, to throw to? Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Albert Wilson. Uh, Allen Hearns is coming back. I do Alan think he'll make the offense better because he, he's a scrambler. He will definitely take yeah. off. That read option will be nasty. Havoc, think about him being in the tilt. Think about that. I guarantee you. If you just sit back and think about the 2020 season, we just look up at the 20, 2020 season. Mm-hmm. We win two more games. At we're least. not going to. We're not going to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not worried <laughs> All right, about. That's the most I'm not worried about going to the first round of the playoffs. I'm worried about deep we get out. runs. But 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 havoc though. See when we had this discussion about finishing drives. I guarantee you, in that Kansas yeah. City Chiefs game, you got that old Dolphins fan mentality right no, there. No, in that you're, Kansas you're City Chiefs game, you no, just trying to no, make it to the I'm playoffs. Just saying, I'm just saying that game we most definitely should have won. We forced five turnovers in that game. Yeah, we did not. Hey, cap- DeBoer, do me a favor. What's up? Post that. 
what, what really quick post that comment by di really quick what do you guys think about this this is crazy we just throw this out there mm. watching got Ooh, what no, hell no, got? no, no, what ain't no, ain't nobody get it, ain't nobody get it, Watson, but Miami. I don't care about Washington. Yo, that would be nasty. That would be mm. nasty. That would be nasty. If Washington they need got, more receivers than us, that would be nasty. Impossible. That would be nasty. <laughs> that's, 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 that ain't that ain't happening. The impossible. only team that can make this trade happen is the Tilt and Orange. We getting that dude. You. We're not getting that dude. We're no, no, this, 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 this would be this would be a complete 180 of our rebuild strategy. A complete just throw <laughs> it, just just throw it away. Throw the whole thing away. Havoc. Just think about it. By this defense creating turnovers the way that they did and put us in scoring distance. Ja, uh, what's this dude's name? Deshaun Watson is not gonna leave points on the board. He's gonna take us to the promised land. Get on board of this motherfucker. Get on board. DeVore. This is this is this is this is not this is not Madden 2005 where Mike Vick is a cheat code and no matter what you going to win. This ain't it. You need a, I'm, and I'm telling you right now. You need a whole team to win. We got a whole team, have we, we? Don't give us a running back and we I will say this. Give us a running back and O-line. I would probably say give us one more offensive lineman. We Super wide receivers. Bound. We Super Bowl bound. I guarantee you that. We Super Bowl bound with that. I'm good. Everybody, like I just told you. So let me press- ask you, how are you gonna how are you going to afford a running back and offensive lineman when just, I just said one Sean Watson one. has effectively ate now ate up your whole cap? I just said we just need one though. We just need one offensive lineman. Uh-huh. I was we need a right tackle. I would say we're gonna have to do something with uh with with, with, uh, with flowers, Eric Flowers. He got to go, <laughs> but just need one more offensive lineman at tackle. You you bring in a running back that poses a threat where, where people don't have to come out in seven man fronts. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, just to stop. Well, excuse me, come out in seven man fronts where we could actually have a threat over the top. And I think we good. Let me tell That's you, something. all we need. Let me tell you something, Devor. And I'm a, I'm gonna cap it off with this, man. You can't make gumbo in a microwave. Why can't you? You can't make gumbo. I took. What do you What do you mean? Why can't you? Man, you you, have, you, see, you, you cannot. Ain't, see, you make, ain't never been living in the hood. You can make gumbo in, in the microwave. You cannot. You have gumbo is a stew. What are you talking about? You cannot make a stew in the microwave. Yes, you, you can make it in a rice cooker. You can make it in a slow cooker, which is what we're doing right now. We got the slow cooker working. We done. We done got us. We done got us a, a Super Bowl caliber defense right now. So if we can add the necessary pieces on offense and get everybody on board, we there. We there. So for me, listen. In anything in life, if you want to be successful, you have to have long term strategy, and you have short term goals that equal your long term strategy. Now, if you look at the Dolphins from the perspective of long-term strategy, the first offseason, build out the defense, get more draft capital, get more assets. Step two, now we're going to address the offense. And you're going to give your quarterback a full offseason to actually develop as a quarterback, not just try to get the strength back in your hip, right? I just thought about it. So for me, when I'm looking at this situation, we 
as long as we don't try and microwave the process, we gonna get to the promised land. And I understand. Look, I would love to take 20 minutes out of my day, simulate two seasons, and be at the Super Bowl. It don't work that way. We gotta be building this thing from the ground up. From the ground up. And that takes time. And I, and, and for a fan base that hasn't seen a Super Bowl appearance since the 80s, you would think you'd be a little more patient. But... I'm patient, but when a but, quarterback like this is on the market, Havoc, I got to take it. Man, I thought about it like this. Mm. What's up? Go if for it. there's one team, one team who we all know loves to take chances. Let me tell you something. The Texans ain't taking Jerry Goff's contract. What if Shoot, what the if Rams ain't taking ain't taking Watson's contract? The, the 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 Texans are what not taking Jared Goff's contract. We can absorb that contract, bro. Let, no, you we can't. can absorb that contract. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can absorb that contract. No, you can't. You didn't. You just paid. Then you just paid Aaron Donald, and you just got finished paying Jalen Ramsey. Don't worry that, about that. We'll that cap got to be pretty damn cluttered right now. We'll you ain't getting him. We'll you ain't getting him. Remember, we're offsetting contracts here. Jared Goff and Deshaun Watson. I'm sure get paid around the same damn money. It's off. It's it's basically offsetting. But I mean, from a the Texans already. I mean, they they may still be paying Brock Osweiler, so I don't I don't know if they, if they are, you know, rushing to pay another stiff, uh, a ton of money. D. Watson in the L. A. Jersey. Oh, man! And I'll say it like this: If this was any other administration, I'd be like, seal the deal. But when I see, we got we definitely got the head coach in place. I feel like we got the front office in place. Debatable. Debatable. What, what? Brian Flores? That's debatable at this point. Oh, you smoking moon rocks. I'm, d- I'm just you saying. Moon rocks. Havoc, think, think about it, though. Think no, about I'm it. Not, I don't have to think about it. I, think I, don't, about it. I, don't, no. I don't watch the whole season. Havoc, but think about it, though. I'm just saying, like, there's got to be some type of rift in the locker room because when they ended up making that switch from Rich Fitzpatrick to Tua, there was some – I know for a fact there were some players that were upset about that. We know – listen – when 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 you bring in Chan Gailey, you know for a fact you ain't bringing him him in for Tua, right? The the the, the game plan the game plan at the beginning of the season was to ride out Fitzpatrick and see where that takes us. Because why else would you bring an offensive coordinator out of retirement that has the most chemistry with your perceived starting quarterback? Why? Whatever the reason, if you're not bringing him in to maximize Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's the game plan, particularly coming into the season where he didn't have a real off season. He was rehabbing his hip off all off season, basically. So you know he brought him in for Fitzpatrick, and you I'm not- clearly it's clear as day you could see the play calling was vastly different when Tua was in there. So or maybe wanna- he just didn't know the offense. But let's get to Cap's comp question though. Yeah, Jeez, I want to ask the Cap question. What? Is, what? Is, let me ask you guys a question. You all have valid points, and I respect everyone's opinion here because I learned everyone. So why is it that the smoke hasn't been put out yet? Are you talking about in reference to the trade with uh, Tua and Deshaun Watson? Or you Listen, just- I, I, I'll tell you why, man. It's the off season, and it's been, and partly it's because of the NBA. Because the NBA basically created. Oh, let's blame it on the NBA. No, I'm saying the NBA <laughs> created, the NBA created a media infrastructure. Where the league is ta- is is being talked about twelve months a year, 
right? Even in the offseason, some fans look forward to the offseason more than the regular season. They don't watch the regular season. They just want to see the movement, right? So what you're seeing here is some members of the media throwing some red meat out there, trying to get people, trying to make sure people stay engaged throughout the offseason. So what do they do? Well, several uh, anonymous sources, the my three kids eat dinner at the table around the corner telling me that they don't like Tua, so I'm going to write up a nice little article, and I'm going to say what I want to say. But since it's anonymous sources, no one can check me on it. And that's that. So this is a this is all part of the larger scheme of... Of the newspapers and the re- and the media companies trying to maintain engagement throughout the offseason by pushing narratives. Whether they're true or not, it does not matter as long I as you're it clicking. Out for you guys. At the end of the day, I mean, I, this is all great talk. And this is awesome talk. I just hope it works out for you guys. I do. If Tua ends up I think being it will. Man, if, Tua, if Tua ends up being the, 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 the savior as, as has pretty much been appointed, mm-hmm. I hope it works out for you guys. I do. But I, I'm, I'm on. I mean, I say like this. I mean, when you got like, like I'm, I understand what the board is saying here. When you got a talent like Deshaun Washington that's out there dangling in front of you, you do kind of got to throw your eye up at it. Like, ah, yeah, I'm like a rabbit really? with a carrot, like a rabbit you with know, a carrot. Got to get that what, carrot. What's mm-hmm. the asking price? What do we? What do we? What do, What do you guys want? For this? What do you want? Yeah, if, if if the asking price is too much, then yes, I can understand it. But like I told you. As we progress throughout the offseason, as we draw closer to the draft, I strongly believe that ice asking price is going to come down to that third overall pick, a second, and Tua. And that's it. I strongly oh, believe it. Happy birthday, Jay Hearn, bro. We definitely got to shout you out, bro. We got to start to you. Um, We got to I... stop for a second. Happy birthday, Jay Hearn, buddy. Oh yeah, happy, happy happy birthday, birthday Jay Hearn, man. Uh, so my, to you, man. Happy birthday. My, my singing voice ain't that great, but yeah, go ahead. Sing either. Happy but, birthday, Jay Hearn. Appreciate but look, you, man, buddy. This we gonna go through the whole off season talk about is he this is he the is he the QB is he the QB is he the QB? Then the twenty twenty one season's gonna start and he's gonna be there week one. So it's like it's like I, I I'm only acknowledging it because of what was written. But if if you look at the game plan or the roadmap of building this franchise back up to respectability, at no point does throwing away our draft capital and our cap space for one player is part of that equation because we are not one player away. We're a whole offense away at this point. Oh, now you I thought of something though. You it right operate. there. Am I moving forward? <laughs> Oh, Moving so so you, you 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 trust you trust Jakeem Grant to be on time on target and catch the ball in the playoffs. I just gave you four guys. I gave you Preston. I gave you Devontae. I gave you Albert Wilson. I gave you Allen Hearns. I gave you Kirk Merritt. I gave you Kirk uh, still on the who's the guy squad. we got from the Raiders? Um, Bowden Bowden. We got Bowden. Like you got some receivers where you don't need to go out in the first round to get a receiver. Like you guys, like come on now, just be patient, just be patient. Well, just, now, you, now you want, now you, now you want to be patient. I've been patient, y'all. Man, y'all the impatient was. I've been patient. I'm not impatient. I'm saying, follow the game plan. That, that the game plan. Oh, all right. I, hey, for the eight people in the chat right now, this is how I feel. If we have the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson for a reasonable price, like I stated three times already, I'm jumping on that joint. 
Oh shoot! I almost dropped my water. We should uh, <laughs> we should call this segment Cap or Rap. We need we need to we need to we need to make this a segment where we just get stuff that's just out there, and we decide if it's Cap, which means it's no bueno, mm-hmm. or is it Rap. All right, Bill. This whole Deshaun Watson, this whole Deshaun Watson situation. Coming soon. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna, gonna add. Cap. We're gonna add. We're gonna add that in there. And big my bad, King Mill. Me personally, Mike Kosicki is not a t- tight end to me. He's more like a big spot receiver. Because I would I, agree. Yeah, I love Kosicki. He's so a new I, era tight end. Now nah, I wouldn't I even call. I wouldn't even call him a tight end. Well, uh, here's the thing: if you call him a wide receiver, his his route running skills aren't good enough. He's not even. He's not even considered as a starter. He, uh, Durham Smythe is the starter. Technically, yeah, you're right. So he's a I, tweener at yeah, this point. Shoot, not even well, yeah, but he, well, he can't even, but he can't block though. He's just a big, he's just a big receiver. Yeah, so if much. you want to add him to the pretty receiving much. core, that's cool. Uh, but um, the new era of Rondé Gadsden, basically. But uh, we got to get to the game of the week here. Yes, we got we got to get to the game of the week before we ended up closing this out. Banks seems to disagree with me that this isn't the game of the week. But you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the at the Drew Brees led New Orleans Saints. This is the third matchup of the year. We've never had a matchup like this where Drew Brees and Tom Brady have faced off in the playoffs. Look, man, it's all or nothing. Right, this is this the, the the Buccaneers were built for this moment. Um, boy, Alvin Kamara, he is he is blazing hot right now. But the Buccaneers, at the very least, have a plan to slow him down. I don't know if you can stop him, but you got a plan to slow him down. But do the Saints' defense can they do they have a plan to slow down the Buccaneers' offense? Because they got wide receivers out the ears out there. Uh, man, it's it's one of these things, man. It, betting on Tom Brady in the playoffs every year, you're not going to win every bet. But it's a pretty solid bet. He ain't at home. I'm taking the Saints. No questions. I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks. Sweep. Clean sweep. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Clean sweep. Banks. I already know what Banks is going to say, but go ahead. You actually be surprised what I got to say. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. Of course, you know I'm going. I know, I know you too well. I already know what you're going to say. Of course, you know I'm going to Buccaneers. But yeah, you, you, you go on your knees with Tom Brady. I already know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, because everybody knows, I just love me some Tom Brady. I just, I love Tom Brady. It's my man crush. Um, but my question mark is the the Buccaneers defense. They are pretty shitty on defense. Uh. And I I don't know, man. I was I was very upset, and I'm and I guess I'm being a little bit up, you know, bitchy right now because I lost uh, the spread with them this week. They they actually won by eight points exactly, mm-hmm. uh, and I was very upset about that because uh, you know I picked that game to go over, and they they won by eight points exactly, and it kind of made me upset, and I lost a bet. I lost a, it was eight and a half, and I and they won exactly by eight. And that was uh, about $236 I could have won. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, uh, but I just have question marks on the Buccaneers' defense. I feel like their defense is really damn shitty. Um, and we don't know which defense we're going to get. Hopefully that defense comes to play because Tom Brady is definitely coming to play. You you know Tom Brady is going to have that grudge or that chip on his shoulder this game, boy. Losing to the Buccaneers twice in the regular season, having to hear that, you know, it's, it's out of them or nothing, nah. I, I don't see I don't see Brady losing t- 
to that three times in a row, bro. Give me the give me the Bucks, and you guys, you know, you guys know I'm not picking the Saints anyway because I hate that franchise. I hate that that fan base. They have a <laughs> bunch of crybabies. They whine. If I can tell you this, though, I can guarantee you this: if the Saints do lose this game, I guarantee you the Saints will have an excuse as to why they lost. Guarantee you, it always happens. It's it's always something with the Saints. Hmm. I mean, I don't feel one way or the other about either franchise, quite frankly. But I do. I just don't want Tom Brady to go back to the Super. I, nope, don't want him to go back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm good. I don't. I don't need to see that. Well, I'm, you know I'm tired what? of looking at that. We gonna we we'll, 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 next week. We're gonna find out who did what. That's what I'm excited to find out. Who did it? Who oh did it? yeah, we definitely will. We, we definitely it? will. Todd Brady going home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts before we end up closing this out, fellas? Um, yeah, you know, as always, appreciate the opportunity to come out here and talk to the people. Uh, special edition, no passes given tomorrow night. State of the Dolphins. Uh, we gonna, you know, this is just, 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 just a couple of people, you know, just casually talking about the team. Nothing crazy. Uh, don't let the media whirl you up into a hype. Uh, especially when they're using unsubstantiated uh, sources. But as always, fins up, and I appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate y'all coming through. We can see you. Why are you acting like you're not live right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just so happy, man. Hey, he just just stunt with that t-shirt on because after Saturday, he ain't going to be wearing that mug no more to next year. (laughs) How about this? If we lose, I'll burn it live. Man, you ain't going to burn that joint. If we lose, I'll burn it. Want to take that bet? Yeah, I ain't taking no bet, but if you ain't lose, burning it. If we lose, I'll burn this shirt. If we win, you gotta burn your most favorite Dolphins gear you got. Don't take the, don't, don't don't take that bet. That shirt costs fifteen. I'm not I'm not I'm not taking I'm not taking I'm not taking that bet. Damn, that you hit joint, it right on the head, bro. That joint was no. Nah, I think it, yeah, it definitely was fifteen dollars. My joint has sentimental value. It was given to me. <laughs> so burn it. You know what? I think I'm gonna burn my two with jersey. When we trade for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> but uh, as, as always, guys, it's always a pleasure to have you guys a part of the podcast. Have it. Thank you so much for coming by. Considering your situation personally, man, we're we pulling for you, praying for you, man. Uh, Shake, we miss you, buddy. Um, I hope you got your rest. I don't know if you'll be employed next week, but we'll see. It's up in the air. <laughs> We'd like to have you back on. Um, Again, just thank you to everybody that comes by every week, man. Uh, happy birthday, Jay Hearn. Um, again, we, 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 you know, we got to thank you, man. I wish we knew it was your birthday. We probably would have maybe bought you a cake and sung you happy birthday or something, man, because you deserve it, bro. You're, you're really, you've been send a big. It, send it through the Not For Debate podcast teleportation device. <laughs> right. <laughs> we would have got you a cake or something or a cupcake or something, and I would have ate it for you. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for coming by. Everybody that's participating in the chat, uh, people that's just popping into the podcast at random. I mean, I wasn't expecting a couple of people to come in randomly. But as you know, as as the board to say, the YouTube algorithm is working. Um, <laughs> so I don't know anything about YouTube, but thank you guys <laughs> so much, man. Thank you, DeVore, for everything that you do. Have it. Thank you for coming by. Shape, thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. I love you guys. Um, and yeah, um, that's it, man. Y'all know how I do. So that well. To uh, piggyback off of what these two guys have said, most definitely the the comment section is most definitely jumping. I appreciate that. 
100% uh, all the support. We we appreciate it. Uh, just be sure to go ahead and share the podcast, like it, and most definitely subscribe. Um, this is the Not For Debate. Yeah, really um, quick. D.I., yes, we did talk about the Oladipo trade. That was about, yeah. I want to say about 25 or 30 minutes ago. Uh, we'll probably timestamp it probably. 25, 30 minutes ago. We about an hour and 43 right. minutes yeah. in. Guys, that was yeah, the we, 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 we touched on James Harden uh, right from the right from the jump. So, right. yeah, so run it back. It's around the beginning. Miss, don't miss out on uh, – because DeVore actually uploads uh, pieces of the podcast throughout the week. Uh, so, you guys, you won't miss – if you want to you know, listen to your favorite topics again, don't forget to hit the subscribe and the notification um, yep. so that when you guys will be notified whenever those videos are posted, you guys can just go back and re-listen. Shout to the whole thing. David Herrera, appreciate all y'all coming through. Yeah, man, definitely David appreciate Herrera. the subscription, David Herrera. Definitely. What's the new guy that came in that brought a lot of feedback to? What's the guy's name? Um, damn it, uh, Cat for Life, uh, David Herrera, Young Di. David Herrera just subbed actually. Shout Thank you, you, brother. Kyle Sean eighty six. King Mill, yeah, man, you're definitely very active in the in the comments, bro. So thank you, King Mill. We appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. This is the Not For Debate. We up out of here, man. See y'all, man. Now, my...